right. Hey, guys, welcome to the first episode of The Squeeze, a little segment of the After Orange Slices podcast. But I'm so excited to welcome back Victoria Brown, my friend who is a very positive light that we need during this time of pandemic. So you are an Under Armour athlete, a senior trainer, a fitness instructor when it comes to Soul Cycle. So welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be back on again with you. Okay, so first off, I saw in your stories that you are doing some fitness stuff from home. I don't really know what to call it because I'm thinking like, if you don't have a bike at home, what do you do? <sighs> yeah, it's hard when you don't have a bike at home. You you know what? I'm doing what everybody else is doing and that's pivoting, right? That's what the name of the game is right now is pivot- pivoting. Um, Mm-hmm. finding whatever it is that is your new normal. And so, you know, it's become a lot of body weight workouts. It's become a lot of using household items and just moving my body and, you know, finding what works and creating a new normal through this. Oh my gosh. Okay. So what does that normal right now look like for you? Like when you wake up, what do you do? Um, so every day when I wake up right now, I mean, I start every day with a gratitude journal. So I try to do just one page right? Because it's really difficult. It feels like some kind of crazy daunting task to write in a gratitude journal for some people. And I totally understand that. So sit with yourself and say, you know, today, when you open your eyes, I'm going to write just one page, just one page. And that's it, right? Of what you're grateful for. And I found that it just opens up my entire day because if I can, I realize that there are so many more things that I'm grateful for than I'm really even realizing or, or, or paying attention to. And then throughout my day, I start to notice more things that I'm grateful for. Somebody asked on here, though, since we are streaming on Instagram Live, somebody asked, what do I do to work out? I don't know what to do. I am now I am not at school right now, so I'm trying to work out. What do you do to work out? Right now, there is a plethora of free online workouts. There are, they're just everywhere. Um, and so I would take advantage of that. I would find someone on Instagram that inspires you. I would find someone that you like following um, or find a, a, something you've always wanted to try, right? So even modalities such as SoulCycle, where it typically requires a bike, uh, there's Soul Cycles giving free workouts, Berries is giving free workouts, Rumble, like all of the biggest names in fitness. And you can log in from anywhere mm-hmm. in the world and do these workouts. So I would find it's like anything else. You have to find the instructor or the person that you feel inspired by um, and then start to follow what they're doing and what they're offering and take advantage of it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm noticing that like so many of the big fitness conglomerates, I, I, I got to call them because we know the brands, like we know Orange Theory, Soul Cycle, right. Core Power Yoga, all those big names are now putting out these basically like Netflix-ish ways yeah. to stream um, workouts. And it's really, really cool. I'm curious to see what's going to happen, honestly, once the quarantine is over, because it's a great way to, you know, if you don't have time to get to class or, or whatever your um, obstacle may be, it's a great way to get that workout in at home anyway. Yeah, absolutely. So you got to get creative with what you have. Uh, once again, do what you can with what you have. And so this, the ta- the name of the game, I think 100% right now in whatever business that you are in or whatever field you're in or whatever like time in your life that you find yourself in is 
pivoting, right? So if you're a high school student who's trying to figure out how to work out, pivot, figure that out. Like everything that was once available all of a sudden is not. And so we really get to find out now how resourceful we actually are um, and how badly we want to find change. Because I think the greatest thing about this is that we've been given all of this space space to that we can fill with whatever it is that we want to and that's the most powerful thing about everything that's happening is this creation of space that so wasn't there before i feel like every single one of us um including myself you know how many times did you find yourself saying there's not enough time in the day like i want to launch a podcast i want to take this training program i want to you know log back into school i want to do a b c d e all the way to z right Mm -hmm. and always the same exact thing is we don't have enough time. There's not enough time. And suddenly it's like the whole world is on pause. Right. So the saddest thing that could possibly happen when this is all over is if we come out of it completely unchanged. So really what I've been saying to, I've been on a a couple coaching calls and different things because I'm a life coach as well. And what I've been saying to people is, ask yourself, what is the vision Mm -hmm. that you have for your life right now? So how that looks day to day, Mm -hmm. um, how you want to fill your time while you're at home and then ask yourself, what is the vision for the life that you have when you get to leave your apartment and life hopefully resumes to its new normal once again, because I don't think it'll ever be quite the same. Um, but what is the vision that you have for your life right now? And what is the vision that you have for your life when you, when this is over and how are your actions today creating that new life that you want to live? I I love that. You know, and one of our uh, listeners here said quarantine motivates entrepreneurship. And I think that that kind of sums up exactly what you said. It's getting us to think creatively, think outside of the box. Um, And again, we've always made excuses like I don't have time to work out. It's not even like I don't have time to start my business or start my podcast. I don't have time to work out. I don't have time to eat healthy. Well, now look, there is no time for excuses anymore there's all the time in the world now to make right, that change. Now it's like, are you actually bigger than your excuses, right? Can we stand right. up against all of those excuses and all of the roadblocks and all of these things that we kind of have put in our way, sometimes voluntarily put in our way, right? Now it's like the, cur- the curtain is drawn back. You know, we are all exposed. So they, can you self-motivate? That's really what it is. And a quick Google search will show you. If you look back, you can Google now all of the companies that were created in the 2008 recession, one of them being Uber. Um, You can Google all of the companies that were created in that time. There are people who are going to capitalize on this moment and will create million dollar, billion dollar, you know, businesses, companies, because they have the time to do so. And they're, those are the people, if you're willing to capitalize on this time and create something real, like the opportunity is there, the value is there, the time is there, you know? Wow. Well, and if you think about it also, that's really when social media started to flourish because before then we only had what, like AOL Instant Messenger and MySpace, those didn't really count. And Facebook was just starting to come out of the woodworks. But it was really like 2009, 2010, 2011, when social media started to become a thing. I think that's probably when the the term was oh, coined there or are something TikTok like that. stars being made oh. by the minute right now. <laughs> 
Yes, exactly. But it's like, it's crazy when you think about it. I, I hadn't thought about that before, that social media was on the rise during the recession, during the time when our economy was the worst. And look at us now. We are in the digital age when social media is at its highest peak. Anybody can take this moment to become successful and find a way to get, dig yourself out of this. I know that last week we found that the unemployment rate was at an all-time high. 3.4 million people filed for unemployment checks last week, wow, which yeah. is horrible. And I I can't even fathom that. But again, it's you know something that's totally unprecedented. We couldn't have imagined this happening. But we do have this opportunity, not just mentally, but with the digital age, with having social media to do something kind of magical with it that in 2008, that wasn't really right. there yet. Totally. I think right now, it's just a matter of getting out of your head and out of your own way. Because, and then also I think focusing on one thing, because where I find myself right now having the biggest roadblock okay. is that I'm like, oh my God, I have all this time and all this space and I really wanted to do this and I wanted to do this and I want to do that. And like, it's like, oh, I all of a sudden have all this time to do that. But we really have to be kind of like really religious with our time and very like, that. Um, I don't know, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, regimented, yes, with our time. Because, yeah. you know, if we try to do a million things, then we're not going to get everything done, right? So just pick one project that you really, really want to focus on and then focus on that one thing and then take it and run with it. Yeah, absolutely. So what is that one thing for you? I know for me, it's I'm exactly like what you said. I've been acting like I'm busier than normal because I have not been able to focus. And I was talking to my mom just a little bit ago. And I said, I got to force myself to take some breaks because everyone out there is talking about how they have time to read books and do all these things. And I'm using this time to act like I'm busier than I really am because my mind is going a mile a minute and I need to refocus and just focus on one thing at a time. So how do you do that? What is that right one now? Thing the one you? thing for me is building out my coaching online coaching business. Um, okay. Because as I said, I'm a certified life coach. And so I've been doing right. that. I think we talked about it maybe a little bit on our last call, but you know, I've been doing yeah. that in dark soul cycle rooms for six plus years or so now. I don't even know how long it's been. Uh, I truly don't even know. Um, but I've been doing that in dark soul cycle rooms for so long. And so finally, I guess like 2020 is about bringing all of that to the light for me uh, and sharing that in spaces where it can be seen and heard and live on past that 45 minutes. So one way I'm doing that is really building out my online coaching business. Um, hi, Bo. And he just logged on. Uh, he's in a program yeah. with me right now to build out an online coaching business. And that's like one of the biggest things, hardest things I've ever tried to tackle. And the, the hardest part is with that is yeah. getting out of my head and out of my own way, like I said. And, you know, we have to believe in our own individual superpowers and that we can, there's a reason, I think. I always say this in my soul cycle class, but if there's a dream, I truly believe this with my whole heart that exists within you. It would not be there in the first place if it was not meant for you. So if there is a dream that exists within your mind, within the realm, within your you know scope, your sphere, you know, you can see it. If you're seeing that dream, it's because you're supposed to act on it. Otherwise, it just wouldn't be there. It just wouldn't. It just wouldn't right. exist, you know? And so, mm -hmm. yeah, that's the dream that I have. And I'm trying to work on that among, you know, a million other things. But like I said, trying to just keep it to one.
Totally. No, I love that. And you reminded me, you know, how dreams like when you're sleeping are signs that something may be happening in your life or something's supposed to come, whatever it may be. And it's not always exactly what the dream is. I want to clarify that because sometimes you might be like kissing your mom or something weird. And that doesn't mean that that's going to happen. I would imagine that that means that you need to add more connection in your life to the people that you love. Exactly. (laughs) It's usually a sign for something else. And, but I've noticed so much so that, like, I, my mind was busier at night. I was having more dreams once this quarantine um, started to come on, just because, like, my mind was so overwhelmed and busier in general that, like, I felt like my dreams were trying to subconsciously or consciously calm myself down, if that makes sense, and tell myself, like, hey, you need to take a beat. You need to take a breath. And if it takes a quarantine moment to do that, okay, maybe that's that's what we got to do. I mean, I, I don't. I don't want us to always have to do that like every single year. But I know for me, it takes signs. It takes things to like really tell myself, okay, I need to take that moment. It's okay to do that because especially like, I'm sure you too, like growing up dancing our whole lives, you're, you're told always to work hard, push through anything. And you think, okay, it means I'm weak if I give up, if I take this breath. So I don't know, like, where's the fine line between taking a breath right now, taking a beat in life and still staying motivated. I think with anything else, it's, it's about finding balance, you know, whether we are, you know, everybody, it's just like this pot. I keep looking out the window because I, there's like this word though. Like I keep coming back to the same thing about how the world is just on pause right now. And it's scary and it's terrifying, yeah. but it also is kind of so somehow beautiful yeah. that we're all on the same page right now. Um, but I think right. The only way to do it is to find balance. I think, you know, it's important to make a to-do list, I think, and decide what it is that you want to be sure that you allocate your time towards a little bit in every day. And so finding what Mm -hmm. works for you, if you want to bust your ass and like work really, really hard right now and create something amazing, which you're saying you're feeling like you're working harder than you ever have. I actually feel the same way. um, That's freaking awesome. But then just make sure that you, you know, if it's therapeutic for you to cook your meal, then make sure that you take time to cook your meal. Make sure you take time and, and every day to read a little bit and just like to allocate those, those you times, you know, those times that are for you. Um, yeah. Also somebody asked about the at-home bike. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure exactly when those are being shipped out, but they are available, oh, available yeah. for pre-order. Um, and I am, so pumped for that to be out in the world. Uh, so that's going to be awesome. That is so cool. I wish that I got one of those because we got we got a stationary bike, but it's not a soul cycle bike. Like, I wish I... Ugh, that's so cool. Yeah. And I've been getting yeah. on it the last um, couple mornings. If you mornings. have an Equinox membership... If you have an Equinox membership, you can you get access to the Varus app, which all of the SoulCycle classes are listed on the Varus app right now. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's out there. Oh my gosh! Okay, I know I need a bike. This is so cool. Seriously, well, that's the thing. Like, I'm staying with my parents right now, and they, my dad didn't need his office anymore, and he was like, "Okay, I'm just gonna 
like get a home gym together. And he had an old stationary bike forever. And it was one of those things that was just in the family room and you'd run into it in the middle of the night, stub your toes, you know, and like, finally my mom convinced him. Like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it stinks and it takes forever to adjust the seat, you know? And I, yeah. and finally, like we convinced him, we're like, you need a, you need a new one. You need a new bike. And now it's like a silent bike. Oh my gosh. It's, it's great. It doesn't, you know, every time. And oh my gosh, it's just so magical. Well, I'm very jealous. I wish I had access to a soul cycle bike right now. Oh my gosh. Well, I, I'm excited because I'm like, okay, it's not going to be the same, but, um, you know, just doing something like that because it, it's, it, I've got to be honest, like you can only do so much by yourself how do you stay motivated once you are on the machines? Like, where do you, like, if you do have those um, resources at home, you know, where do you like change, the, change up the routine? Um, when do you turn to like something new, some, a new app, a new Instagram class, a new YouTube class? Like, when is it time to kind of change things up? I mean, I think it's all dependent on you listening to your body and like asking yourself what it is that you need and what it is that you want, because at a certain point when we do anything in life, you're going to hit that plateau. So listening to yourself and knowing we all know when it's time to level up. We all know that when there's a certain point, whenever what we're doing is no longer working. Yeah. And that's with anything. And so just listening to yourself, uh, is, is, uh, really important. I see a question that says, uh, I want to build something, but I'm not sure service transportation, et cetera. Transportation is kind of sketchy with, uh, something like coronavirus that's spreading around right now. Um, I think yeah. that it is, as I said before, the name of the game is pivoting. I cannot say this enough. You know, the businesses that are going to survive right now, like there's alcohol companies, like liquor companies Mm -hmm. who are now making um, hand sanitizer with the alcohol that they have. Oh my gosh. Businesses that can pivot. Yes. Yes. Google that. The businesses that can pivot are the ones that stay alive. The people who, you know, there are, you know, if you're a salon and you can no longer like reach your customers, like how are you going to get to your customer? How are you going to create? How are you going to like stay connected to your community? And so that is like the biggest, you know, every single person is facing that hurdle. So if you're, there's something that you want to do or something that you want to build, then look around at maybe if you, you know, what other people are doing, if you need to get ideas, but otherwise like Uh sit down with yourself and get quiet and light a candle and like figure out, you know, how can you get around whatever current roadblocks are here? Because I promise you where there is a will, there is a way. And when we Mm -hmm. get creative, that's when the real like juices start to flow. And that's when we create something that like wasn't there before. Yeah. Oh, big time. You know, like even just if you, if it's something that you like need to get creative with to help out the people who are um, our first responders or who are helping save the people that have the coronavirus, I don't know like how many people are actually volunteers because this is a pandemic. So I don't really know how that works. Um, but I know that like Joanne's Fabrics, they are handing out kits so that if you have a sewing machine at home, you can go and make masks for the hospital surgeons because so many of the hospitals are running out of um, masks. And like, I could have never imagined that's something that we would ever run out of because that's something that you could go and grab at like Walmart or something. Right. And um, so my mom and I, two nights ago, was it yesterday? I don't remember. Earlier this week, we were sewing um, masks just because one of the local hospitals, they're running out. And and the funny thing was was that we were learning the statistics and it's like that local hospital doesn't even have that many coronavirus cases. But because so many people are getting sick and so many people are also worrying about, um, you know, 
packing up on resources and getting their own medical masks, doctors and the people that need them most aren't able to get them. And that's so sad for me. But it's like, okay, it's really amazing that a craft store could think of something so creative to do that. And I know that like some restaurants are doing the same thing. They're setting up food banks for some of the homeless or some people to come in and just get their produce because they can't go to the grocery store because they can't get in or um, or they're just going to run out of the produce anyway. And it's going to go bad because a lot of people aren't, aren't able to go into the restaurants because they're right. only doing takeout, whatever it may be. So like you just said, there are so many ways to get creative Um it yep. just takes a little thinking out of the box. It's survival of the creatives right now. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so true. Somebody said, "Do you think China made the virus to kill out their populations to China?" No, I don't think that. That is a the- conspiracy theory that I have heard, but I that the scariest not part touch on it. <laughs> definitely. Well, that's the thing. I the scariest part about this, I have to say, guys. The reason we need to be safe is because if people see us freak out about this so much and we let this overcome us as Americans, people are going to see, oh, wow, if we can take over the country that is the strongest country in the world so easily, wow, I'm just going to start a pandemic and that's how I could take over the world. You know, so we don't want to show that like we have to band together and that's why, Um, yeah, I mean, not to be a negative thought, but I mean, it's just something to something to think about. Somebody said fabric at Walmart. You can make four or five out of a $1 piece of fabric. Oh, Mandy said that. Yeah, we can capitalize on this time, honestly. Yeah, no, I love the idea. Just the the, the harder, the smaller elastic is hard to find, but um, especially because you can't get the things on Amazon. I know at Joann's Fabrics and some Michael stores are open just because they will run out packages to your car if you are saying that you are helping with the coronavirus. Um we're going to slingshot out this thing in a positive way. I love that. Let's just stay positive. Um, seriously, it, it truly is one of those things where we just have to put out positive vibes. And one of the things, like especially working in the sports industry, and I know you, Victoria, being an Under Armour athlete, I think something that really has made us quiver in a big way is that athletes all of a sudden are showing that they have no idea what's going on for once they're not the guys in control um you know they're not out on the court every day the field every day to calm us down to take us away from what's going on on the inside you know today would have been um well we are recording this on thursday so today would have been major league baseball opening day it would have been the first day of the sweet 16 of the of the ncaa tournament and to see that we don't have sports to help us as an escape is a little bit scary and i i think it scares people also that those athletes who are huge spokespeople that you've met when you've gone to these Under Armour events and and conventions, um, that they don't even know what to say and they don't even know how to calm us down. That can be a little bit um, scary for, I think, a lot of sports fans out there. Uh, Yeah, totally. It's a scary time. It's an uncharted time. Uh, You know, it's funny. Last night, uh, I started the Friday Night Lights uh, series. I again. saw that. I saw that on your Instagram. <laughs> I was like, I need some sports. You know? I love that. And I got yeah. so fired up by, uh, you know, the beginning uh, sequence when they, you know, the kid comes in and he, he anyways, if you haven't seen it, uh, you won't know what I'm talking about, but it was just a, you know, a sports, about the series, moment, right? a sports yeah. moment where, you know, you get yeah. so fired up about, you know, just like a last minute pass or, you know, whatever it is. Um, But, you know, it just reminds you, I think, in all of this that, 
there's gonna there's so much to come back to, right? And I feel like life is gonna be so electric if we allow it, you know, because we're deprived of so many things and really having to come to this like back to basics and back to our roots kind of, you know, way of thinking and way of life, which has been so awesome. Um, but I don't know, I think if we could take some of that back to our roots kind of stuff with us, and then, you know, we get to do all the fun stuff again that we never thought would be taken away from us. It's, it's like, I don't know, it's like a new lease on life. You know, you'll, Mm -hmm. we're going to appreciate everything so much more just going to a sporting event, uh, anything, you know, walking on the street. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Or just congregating at a bar to watch a game, those things that we took advantage of that you would never imagine going away. And I read that, you know, the Olympics have been taken away, I think, three times in history. um, But all I think they were all during war times. Right. So for them to be taken away during a pandemic crisis is something so new in our history. And I know that you've um, you have been in the room with some of the most incredible athletes of the in the world. Um, I, I don't even remember the ones that you've been with or or who ex- is exactly contracted under Under Armour right now. But to see them and their dreams crushed, working four years at a time, going through Olympic trials, um, you, you know, all the time that it takes just to qualify. I I can't imagine that being taken away. And that was what, just this week that the committee finally decided that it was going to be pushed back for another year. My heart hurts for college athletes. Right. And and that totally, exactly. And it's the same for college athletes. The fact that seniors completely lost their senior season. Right. Um, The fact that so many of them didn't get a run at a national championship title this year. And it's just, it's one of those things where just as human beings, we take life for granted in general and things are just bigger than sports. So when you think back to some of the athletes that you have interacted with, um, maybe Olympians or not, or just college athletes that you've seen perform at the highest level, what do you think that we can learn from them and what they're going through right now and how we can emulate that in ourselves and not try to throw a pity party? Um, I think that what I'm realizing and recognizing is that they're just like us, you know, they really are. Um, you know, they definitely perform at the highest level and they've made it to the highest heights, but it's like everyone they're they're this, they're no different than us in benefiting from, you know, spending more time with their family and getting this moment of pause and especially, you know, where the way that athletes train and, you know, it's, it's not great because they're going to have to go back into everything full force all right. of a sudden. It's, it's like really weird to think about that because I know that when I think about going back to the bike, like I'm going to need right. an ease into that because yeah, I can't go do- from, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I don't, I, our bodies are not made for that. Like straight up, they're not. Yeah. But at least I guess we're all going to be on some kind of like similar playing field. But, you know, it's just they're, you know, one of my uh, good friends is or they there were uh, two people who used to ride with me in L.A. when they were there visiting. And I kind of like struck up a relationship with them, just like two awesome people. But, um, you know, if you don't follow them on Instagram, they're like the best couple to follow. Uh, Myers Leonard, okay. uh, he plays for the Heat right now. And uh, Ellie, his wife, and they're the best. 
follow them on Instagram because their relationship is amazing. They do like, they're just hilarious. They're awesome. Um, but you know, they get to have more time to be together and to be home and, you know, they like post workouts together online and like, you know, they're just awesome. So, you know, yeah, I love that. Like there's a way to support each other during this time. Um, get a little creative with your training. I I know I've seen some people, especially who don't have access to home gym, maybe it's younger athletes um, who have really had to get creative in their kitchens, or maybe they leave the house and they go find a track and you're staying, you're staying 10 feet away from another person. You're making sure that you're following the rules, but you do just have to get creative, creative right now. And I, I can't imagine what that looks like, especially for people who are looking to get drafted or whatever it may be. Um, because gosh, that, that's gotta be difficult. I, I can't even imagine. I have no words, but I you mean, can only think, relate it obviously to what, what, what you have to go through getting back on the bike. I think also like, these are the stories that, that really make and create someone. These are like totally. the foundational stories that create mm-hmm. some of the best athletes of all time. Or, you mm-hmm. know, this is like where the underdog gets to make a comeback. This is where the underdog, like, you know, there's a book uh, that I love called Grit and it's by Angela Duckworth. And this book is all about how, uh, how grit outweighs talent, right? So people who are naturally talented, who are just sitting back and sitting on the couch, these athletes, and then there's athletes who are second string or third string or what have you. And those are the ones that are going ham in their living room, doing workouts, creating weird, different, you know, ways to, you know, strengthen their hand-eye coordination or whatever it is, right? Those are the ones that are going to, like, these are the stories, right? This is like, you know, the Tom Brady of the world, the ne- the yeah. next Tom Brady, right? This is the next, totally. like, you know, and I don't know, like, I just think, any, any time, hard times are what make the best stories and create the strongest people with the, 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 the strongest will and the greatest athletes and et cetera. So, you know, for in years down the line, no, when we're interviewing, yeah, when we're interviewing, you know, this Heisman trophy winner or this person or that person or what have you, you know, this is not going to be something that is unmentioned in yeah. stories to come. No, you're so right. Yeah, you're so right. But the magical thing about that is that we can all relate to it and we all know what that person has been through because it's touched us all in some way. And I think that just us all having a little bit more empathy for society in general is going to be a really magical place for us to be. Right. I mean, just like fast forward. That's why I keep saying also like, like just decide what it is, what your, the vision that you have for your life is right now and what your vision Mm -hmm. is that you have when this is all over for your life. Because if you fast forward to, you know, three, four, five, six months down the line, you know, Mm -hmm. how is this going to change you for the good, for the better? Because it almost, I've I've compared it in a way to like nine 11, because I say, you know, every single person, you know, now, you know, our generation, we have our 9-11 story where everyone can say, this is where I was. This is how I felt. This is what happened. This is how I found out. This is like, you can explain to a T what that day felt like for you. Emotionally, physically, all of it. You can explain that to a T. And so, you know, moving forward now, because I was much, well, a bit younger than I think what was in high school. Um, but, you know, it's this is like our kind of thing we're going to remember exactly what it was like and we'll explain it and and then the story comes of how it made us who we are yeah no that's that's so true this will make us who we are and we can either accept it and take it and run with it 
or we can sit back and just let it overcome us. And that's what would be, I think, really sad. I mean, um, I think that more people will come out of this stronger than ever. And especially those who are um, celebrities or athletes or personalities that people look up to. I'm really excited to see them um, just have a little bit of a new perspective on life, whether that's not thinking about a contract so much or just focusing on your mental health a little bit more. Like there are bigger things than, um, you know, your job at hand. And like, I even have to do that. I have to take a step back and say, whoa, okay, what is my number one priority right now? And I need to focus on Bridget right now. need to focus on keeping Bridget healthy Um, How do I do that while also being kind to others? And I I think that that's such a beautiful thing while also trying to make sure that like we save our world and we all get healthy. Um, But it really is amazing to wonder, you know, okay, I don't know when the seasons are going to start. Who knows? But I'm also really excited to see the change and what things are going to look like. Yeah, I think it's a power, powerful shift that's happening in the whole world right yeah. now. And I'm excited to see the change Definitely. too. Someone commented that yeah. they can't wait to go back to work. <laughs> and we never thought we would yeah. say that. That's yeah. the truth though. Somebody said I wish I somebody said I wish I would have invested in hand sanitizer last year. Uh yeah. You and me both. Yeah, I think everybody does. Oh my gosh. No, it's so true. I mean it's one of those things where um if you're too late to the party getting toilet paper and hand sanitizer I don't really know what to tell you, but um, that that kind of brings up a good point. So as far as you being stuck at home, because you are in New York, so you are in, I'm in the epicenter. one of the worst states. You are in the epicenter. I mean, it's like New York and then California and I think uh, Illinois, I think, are the worst and Washington. I, I, I think that those are the ones. But New York has got it bad. You guys are shut down. What are you doing every day as far as like, what does your routine look like when it comes to meals and working out and then staying mentally sane? What does that look like for you? So I schedule everything into my phone and then I okay. also set an alarm in my phone for whatever I have scheduled for the day so that because, I don't know, you're mm-hmm. walking around the same, you know, square footage the whole day. So it's actually oh somehow God. easy yeah. to miss what you had scheduled for the day, right? Totally. Um, so yes. I kind of my kind of process is deciding what workouts I want to do for the next day. Um, and currently right mm-hmm. now I'm hosting live workouts every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So um, on my IG live at 4 PM. So that's four days a week that I'm doing that, but on opposite days. So today I wasn't teaching a workout. So I did two workouts and supported two friends of mine. Um, so I had to schedule those in and then, you know, the first the nice thing for me in the morning is that my boyfriend's still sleeping usually when I wake up. So find that time to yourself. For me, it's early in the morning. I get up and then like I make coffee and then I'll either cut up some fruit or whatever it is for breakfast. And then like, but that's like my time. And that's when I write in my gratitude journal and I'm just really quiet. So everybody has to find what works for them, right? This is your routine. This is just what works for me. Um, And then I start working on projects and things like that, that I've been putting on the back burner for so, so long, far too long. Things that are, have been in the background that I now get to bring to the foreground. Um, And then before I know it, it's time for lunch. And then I usually have an afternoon scheduled workout. And then I go back to work after the workout uh, or I have calls in between. 
and then mm-hmm. make dinner. Try to put the phone away. Really try to put the phone <laughs> oh away. Oh my gosh. Because one of the biggest things for everybody right now is there's just so much happening on social media. And so we have to really, really be mindful of what we're consuming and how much we're consuming. Um, I think I got paralyzed in the first few weeks of this by scrambling, like, oh my God, how is everyone reacting? What is this person doing? What is that person doing? What is that person doing? What should I be doing? And then should I be doing what they're doing? And oh my God. And it's like, no less consuming, more creating, ask yourself what it is that you want to do. Don't worry about what the world is doing and pay more attention to what your inner dialogue is. What is your inner dialogue, your inner heart, like your inner everything else wants. And, and that's, that should really be like, kind of like our North star. Cause otherwise if you just stay and scroll all day, you're going to have 10,000 ideas of things that you could, should, would be doing. But what are you actually doing? Right. Truthfully. Oh, my so. gosh. That just reminds me, like, look at that little report. Who knows how accurate it is? But if you have an iPhone, look at that daily report on your phone as to far as what it's as yeah. what it says. Hours wise. I forget what else it says. But, you know, how often you're getting on your phone, what apps you're looking at. Um, take a look at that and then regroup and just say, okay, what does this mean to me? What are my priorities? Um, I know that I've had to do that a couple of times because I had one week where I was just like, whoa, it shot up like four hours. And what was the reason for that? Was I working on my phone? Was I wasting time? Was I not putting it away when I needed to be relaxing? Right. Um, it's, it's like exactly what you said. Like I need to have intentional time to myself intentional, to yes. relax. Yeah. That intentional time, like it's gotten to the point where I'm so, I think I'm so busy, like in my head, I think I'm so busy that I can't even like watch a Netflix show without having my laptop out or my phone out and trying to answer emails or work or do something. And I have to put it in the other room, like intentionally sit down and say, this is my time to relax. And this is my time. I'm not going to communicate right now. And that's, that's what works for me. Yeah, I have to be that way. I have to exactly do the same exact thing. Put it in the other room. Otherwise, I know I'll be tempted. (laughs) And then just say like, no, I'm going to watch Friday Night Lights right now. Or uh, the other shows I'm watching, if anybody needs a show to watch, uh, Marvelous Miss Maisel is incredible. I'm obsessed. Everybody is watching Tiger King. Have you seen Tiger King? What What is it? No, I haven't. But I'm going to watch it tonight. Okay. Yeah. I put up an IG, like whatever question asking what everyone's watching and everyone said Tiger King. What yeah. is it about? Do you know? Um, some guy in the middle of nowhere who has like a lot of land and a lot of exotic animals and his name is like Joe Exotic or something. I don't even know because I haven't seen it, but I'm going to watch it tonight. So I'll okay. get back to you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, cool. I'm excited too. Yeah. So um, note to you guys, if you guys have any more suggestions for shows to watch, please send them our way. I would like more suggestions because I'm running out of things. Cause that's the other thing. Like I will put something on in the background while I'm just answering emails or doing busy work. And I realized, okay, I need to not do that. I just need to, at that point, that's when I need to put my podcasts back on. But uh, I listen to so many podcasts. That's the other thing that I run out of podcasts. So, but for you. who knows? Maybe someone else has, has one in the works. So we'll see. Okay. Um, is that. there anything else? Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Um, 
Gosh, is there anything else that you wanted to, to chat about? I think that pretty much covers it. Um, you know, I, I said it over and over again on this call, but I will say it again that this is the time to pivot, 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 yeah. pivot. You know, we have as a society, as you know, we've been asking for so long about more time and how we can make things different. And we complain the things that you complain about all the time that we all complain about, like there's an opportunity and there is a chance right now to fill space with what you want to fill it with. So don't Mm -hmm. let that opportunity pass you by. It's all about a reframe. How can we make this a positive thing? How can we work through the difficulties, work through the fear, work through the doubt, work through all of the, you know, unsure feelings that are arising through all of this and, and come out on top. I love that. I love that. That is such a great last note for us to leave on. And man, let's stay positive and let's just pivot. I'm just thinking of Ross and a couch and and friends every time you say pivot. (laughs) So funny. Yes. My gosh, this is great. Oh my gosh. Well, Victoria, we're gonna have to do this again. At least lots of more IG uh, live sessions because we're getting. I will be on any time. Yes, definitely. And I'm going to, and everyone go uh, do one of Victoria's workouts. She's got four of them a week right now and she's promoting them on her, um, her stories. So if you miss the times and whatever, but um, you want to go ahead and tell us what days and times they are again? Yeah. Leading workouts every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can follow me on Instagram at Victoria Brown and that's where all the content will live. Yay. Great. So now there is no excuse for you to not have time to work out. That's right. I know that's for sure. Um, because I know I've even had that excuse sometimes where I'm like, oh my gosh, well, I ran out of time today or something happened. I'll, I'll just like, I'll just do it tonight. I'll just, you know, make it happen. Right. Like you just got to make it happen. But I have gotten better at working out at different times of the day. When I was younger, it was like I could only work out in the morning or, or I could only work out in certain times. It was, I was so weird. Like I was very anal about that. Now yeah. I'm better about like being okay with like working out at different times. I don't know. Good that's, for you. That's look a at you weird pivoting. thing. Look at you. Look at me pivoting. I know. <laughs> it, it really is. It really is. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, it has been a pleasure having you. Thank um, you. Thank who, you so much. Who, listen, who wants to work out? <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah, this is dope, babes. All right. Well, yeah, we'll join Victoria in one of her sessions, uh, yes. possibly tomorrow if you guys want to get want to be there. Let's She'll pump be there. it. Pump it, baby. All right. All right. Cool. All right, girl. Thanks for having me.